Schoolyard Sports Studio. Here's Steve Kaplowitz and Adrian Broadus. All right, happy Halloween, everybody. Good to be back live with you on a Tuesday afternoon. One hour with you today. That's it. We have one hour with you because John Teicher is going to be uh, trick-or-treating out at Rudy's uh, Country Store on the west side of town, getting ready uh, for uh, UTEP football with Dana Dimmel. That's at 5. Then we've got World Series Game 4 for you live at 6. Big one for the Diamondbacks trying to get even with the Rangers. They are now down two games to one after Texas won last night. It was trade deadline day in the NFL, and man, the Washington Commanders were sellers. That was an interesting storyline in itself, but uh, as we kick things off here on a a Tuesday edition of the program, Adrian, I think the biggest takeaway from, uh, from the deadline is that no major names were traded. The two big defensive linemen uh, will, will clearly make uh, an impact on the Bears and the 49ers, respectively, on their defenses. But some of the other big names we heard rumored uh, not going anywhere. Yeah, I was expecting the Packers to be more of a seller today, although they did deal away Razul Douglas. That's a big name today. Bills acquiring him. They needed help in their secondary. Vikings also don't want to just lay down and lay low after uh, losing Kirk Cousins. They got Josh Dobbs today. He was somebody who started every game for the uh, Cardinals all you know all season up to this point, and now it looks like he'll be the man in charge along with Jaron Hall with the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, you're right. So there are some interesting maneuvers. Uh, around uh, the NFL that we'll talk about here on the show today. But since we only have an hour, and normally we bring this man on at 5 o'clock, Bernie Olivas back with us for the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl Watch on what has been a chilly uh, Halloween day here in El Paso. Not as cold as yesterday, but still not what we've been used to. And Bernie, you brought a special guest with us as well. Excited about what we're going to be hearing from over the next uh, few few minutes. Absolutely. I think it's about time. A guy's been volunteering for over 50 years running our football program. Uh, John Fulmer, none of it. John Fulmer is going to our celebrity pick this week, and uh, we'll see how we'll see how we do against each other. Because I know I know who we want to win. We we you know we like I said we're picking with our our, our hearts rather than our heads because we're looking at December the 29th and Tony the Tiger Sumble coming up, and uh, obviously we're looking for the best matchup possible. And I think we're going. I still think we're going to have a pretty good football game this year. I think we're going to have a very good football game. I agree. I, I think wholeheartedly I agree with what Bernie's saying. And as you see, as we go along in this vote, I'm, I'm betting with my heart based on the Sun Bowl. You'll see some of the picks that I have, one in particular that uh, so is a little strange. But anyway, it's good to be here. Thank you for having me, both of you guys. John, you don't age. How do you do it? How, what, what, what's your secret? I think my secret is going to work every day. You know, I've got grandkids. I've got two kids that work for me. Then I've got grandkids, and I'm only available when they call. It doesn't matter when it is, what time it is, or where it is. I'm there. But I go every day, and it's – I don't know what I do. Seriously, I, don't, I really don't know what I do if I didn't have the work that I have and the family I have and the sun bowl that I can chase. I was going to say, I mean, retirement just doesn't seem your thing. No, I mean, it's not my thing. you gotta, gotta, you got to work as long as you possibly can, right? Uh, exactly right. Are you still as fiery as ever? No, I'm slowed down a little bit. You're mellowing? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Come on, John. I'm just saying that because Bernie's going to laugh at me. If I, no, I, I. you know, you slow down. You Physically, I'm not. I got, you know, obviously fused ankles and operated three yeah. times on my knee and shoulders. But 
hey, that's all too much football, not enough helmet, you know? That's exactly. Catches up on you. I hear you. Well, look, guys, I'm excited because we're in the home stretch of the football season. Uh, I know you're going to be covering a lot of games over the next few weeks. Excited about that. Excited about getting to our Chick-fil-A Tony the Tiger Sumble Selectum Contest. Uh, Adrian went crazy last week. He had 8 out of, out of 10, nearly had 9 right. Adrian is still kicking himself for picking Colorado, aren't you? I am. I, that's the first thing I told Bernie today. Um, I'm disappointed in myself. I should have had 9 points. But uh, I hold myself to a high standard over here. So uh, I want to win this. I don't just want to not be last in this contest that we have among our, ourselves. Good. And before we get to the games and start this up and play trivia and do all that, trick-or-treating is tonight. Uh, just out of curiosity, I mean, all, I'm sure we all went trick-or-treating when we were kids, and some of us still do it with our kids or grandkids in that matter. What is your most favorite uh, candy to get on Halloween, and what do you just dislike the most? Please. Makes you sick when you see it on Halloween. I'm a Snickers guy. I'm so a you, Snickers or Milky Way guy. So you're a simple. It. You're a simple guy. Oh yeah. yeah give you a Snickers or a Milky Way, and Milky you're happy. Way. And of course the Reese's, of course. And Reese's. All yeah, right. I'm the same way. I, I love Hershey. You get a you know simple little thing of Hershey. They throw it at you, but don't throw anything that's fresh and vegetable like because it won't make it. You know, it's just not. Yeah, this is Halloween. You ever I'm got like a, a kid? Wait a minute, you got a vegetable once for Halloween when you were trick or treating? Yeah, that's Somebody exactly gave you a right. Vegetable? Carrot. Somebody gave you a carrot. Yeah, I'm from Isleta. Apple. Oh, give me a chance. Give me a break, man. Oh man. Yeah, um, when you when you get older, the key to the okay. key to giving out candy yeah. on Halloween is you go buy tons of the stuff that you like. That's true. So that you keep any leftovers. You get to keep <laughs> so it. So you keep whatever. Uh, so I buy tons of Snickers and Milky Ways and, and Almond Joys. Yeah. You know, and I buy tons of them. And I know I'm not going to give them all away, so I have all that candy <laughs> leftover that I like. Now, do you like mounds, even though it doesn't oh, yeah. have the nut inside? Oh, you feel with that, too? Oh, yeah. How about a payday? Uh, there you go, payday. Oh, boy. Hey, all those old-timers, I love those things. Oh, yeah. Um, Adrian, your favorite candy to get on okay, Halloween. Okay, I, I have to jump in and say the least favorite uh, is Almond Joy. So if I'm getting the Almond Joy, that's going to the garbage can. That's not even offered to anybody. I'm sorry, Bernie. Save them for me. Yeah, I'll save them for you. Yeah, me now too. I know, so, now I know the two people on this planet like Almond Joy. So <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll save them for you guys. Uh, my favorite, uh, definitely uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Okay? okay. So those are always good. Those are the ones I stash on the side. But gummies, anything like gummy worms, gummy bears, those are always like finding gold among everything. Uh, what about candy corn? Mmm, that's a good question. Do we like what's the, what's the, okay? Uh, what mm. uh, the jury's out on candy corn? Do we like it or do we think it's just a complete waste of space? I'll take it. I'll you eat will. It. Yeah. All right. I like yeah. the pumpkin ones. Okay. Is that, is that count? Candy, yeah, yeah it, can't candy corn. I, I, I never could. I can't even remember what it looks like. Yeah, it's the it's the kind of has like the three colors on there, yeah. like little cones, yeah, little, right. little, little so small cone shaped oranges, pieces of, of oranges. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. orange, white. Yeah. On, uh, yes or no on those, uh, John? Uh, no. All right. That's what, like what about you, too. Steve? What's so what's your go to? My go to is M and M's. Always have been an M and M's guy. I like that. Um, but I'll eat pretty much all chocolate is, is fine with me. The, the candy I, I dislike the most, though, is sometimes you'll get those weird, like, it, it's like in the brown or orange little wrapping, and then you open it up, and it's like some, I don't even know, it's like some hard candy. I, I, whatever it is. The Whopper. Are you talking about the Whoppers? No, I'm talking about what looks like something that, I don't want to say it's homemade, but sometimes they'll take, it's like, it's wrapped in like either orange or brown paper, and it's it's like, it's almost round, and they just uh, tight it, wrap it up yes. real tight. Whatever awful. it is, whatever, whoever came up with that idea, that's just awful. Well, I'll check it out tonight. I'm going to yeah, take please. my grandkids, but 
If it's a candy I can't recognize, I don't like it. That's usually what it comes down to. If I can't figure out what it is, my general rule of thumb is don't eat it. (laughs) All right. So, uh, by the way, lifesavers. Are we yes or no on lifesavers? 100%. Uh, 100%. Yes on lifesavers. Bernie, are you too? No. No. No lifesavers. I I don't know. Oh, I'm not, good. I got I, one in my pocket. I'm just saying that I don't need them. I just they're not my favorite. I got one in my pocket. I'm gonna throw it to you, Bernie. Here you go. There you go. Oh wow! Now, you do. You're yeah, right. Yeah. Did you guys yeah. ever trick or treat at the homes that would leave food out for you? Or leave the candy out. So in other words, they were not there, yes. and they would just go on the honor system, and then they would expect you to just go grab one and put it in your bag and leave. No, I, that, where I was from, yeah. Esleta, we <laughs> yeah. took the whole bag. In my neighborhood, the first guy got it all. Yeah, that's, that's exactly. exactly right. Agent, you remember yes, that? Yes, actually, I, I maybe <laughs> I went to the trustworthy neighborhoods, like the high. Ridge neighborhoods growing up, so oh, yeah, yeah there were candy outside, and I think the honor system worked. Like a lot of candy yeah. was there. Not when I got there, so then I would get all the candy. Old yeah. school over here is like, yeah. no, 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 yeah, no, yeah. I didn't work like that at Isleta, no way. No. So. Leave it there, it's gone. All right, um, let's get ready to start our Chick Fil A Tony the Tiger Selectum uh, contest here for the Sun Bowl. All right, we have ten games to go, guys, and uh, we'll get started. Adrian's drawn within one game of me. Bernie, you're within two, so things are tightening up here in week number ten. Uh, let's get right to it. John, you'll have first dibs. The way we do this is we give you the games, the records. We'll give you the spread just for entertainment and reference purposes only. And then you pick the winner straight up. So let's get started with uh, number 12, uh, Notre Dame at 7-2. and two. Uh, They're going to be traveling to Clemson to take on the Tigers. Uh, Clemson is 4-4 four and four this season. Um, right now, Notre Dame... Three-point favorites, John, as we start things off here on yeah, I, uh, what's going to be a busy I'm week. going Notre Dame. And the reason I'm doing it, we need, we need Clemson to get bumped down one more time so we have Clemson in our game. And Notre Dame is going to do it for us this weekend. All right. Uh, so Notre Dame for John. What about you, Byrne? You know, I think Clemson in the same position Colorado's in right now. They're going to struggle to be bowl eligible. Uh and, uh, you know, they're, they're not what they used to be. I'd mm-hmm. uh, love to have them here one of these years, maybe this year, but uh, I'm going with Notre Dame for sure. Okay. Adrian. Yeah, I got the Fighting Irish. Can't pick uh, with Clemson. Haven't picked with them the last couple weeks. I don't think luck goes their way. Uh, we're all unanimous then, so we're all taking Notre Dame over Clemson to start us off here in week number 10. Bernie, you'll lead us uh, here in the Georgia Tech matchup. It is our next matchup featuring Georgia Tech and Virginia. Tech is 4-4, four 3-2 and four, three and two in the ACC. Virginia is 2-6, 1-3 in the ACC. It's in Charlottesville, and believe it or not, Virginia, despite their record, two-point favorites in this one. Well, I think Georgia Tech pulled off a big win last week against North Carolina. I think they're, I think they they've turned the corner as well, like another team that I've, that, I, that I'm picking. But I still think that Georgia Tech's going to win this one, uh, even though if they're the underdogs on the road. Uh, going, I'm going with the the Ramblin' Wreck. Fair enough. Fair enough. Adrian, uh, I'm going with Virginia on this one. Best two and six team in the country. Might not mean much, but I've got the Cavaliers. I'm with Bernie. I'm going Georgia Tech as well. I think they'll uh, be able to win this one on the road, and that takes us now to John wrapping yeah, things up. Yeah, no, no way, Jose, on the on the line. I'm going with Virginia Tech too. Georgia Tech or Virginia? Virginia Tech. Well, hang on. There is no. Uh, not, this is Georgia Tech okay, and Virginia. Me. I so can't. I'm, I'm totally eight years old. I can't read that well. Georgia Tech. All right, Georgia Tech on the road. Yeah. That that that's good. I didn't like. Have my, that. Didn't have my glasses on, right? No worries. And I also like how you threw the age excuse out there. That is good, John. <laughs> Very nice. You'll hear it a lot. <laughs> He's a veteran, folks. All right, let's do uh, our next game. We'll try to do two more, and then we'll take the break. So we'll go to the Pac-12, and uh, Adrian, you'll get a chance to talk about uh, this matchup because it's definitely uh, one of note. 
and that features number 18 Utah hosting Arizona State. ASU is 2-6, and 1-4 and four in the Pac-12. They're visiting Salt Lake City, and the Utes, uh, they are 6-2, and 3-2 two, and two in the Pac-12. Utah, 11-point favorites. Even though Utah lost that game to Oregon last week, I mean, they're still one of the top teams in this conference. Oregon's one of the best teams in the country. Uh, give me Utah in a bounce-back game. I'll take the same. I'll go Utah as well. John, your turn. Well, here it goes when I said about my, my loyalty. Of course, I went to Arizona State. I played football out there for Frank Cush, and I'm going with Utah. So that just tells you once again, I'm calling Utah because I want them for our bowl game. All right, Utah from John. What about you, Bert? Yeah, I want to run a bowl game too, but I'm picking Utah because because they're a much better team. And Arizona State is just is having a down year. Boy, you got that right. Yeah, all right. We'll go to game number four, and then we'll take the break. But we'll also play trivia first and see if somebody can get our trivia question right today. Uh, undefeated Florida State's going to visit uh, Acrisure Stadium in Pittsburgh and take on the Pitt Panthers. Pitt's two and six, one and three in the ACC. We mentioned the undefeated uh, Florida State Seminoles. They are six and zero oh in the ACC. Florida State twenty one and a half point favorites. I don't see that changing this week. I will pick uh, FSU, John, to to win this one. Uh, will they cover the spread? I don't know, maybe, but I don't think they're going to be in jeopardy of losing. What about you? I, I agree with you 100%. You know, we've had such a good relationship with Florida State, and they're playing so well, and we love Pittsburgh, too, but I, I'm up with Florida State all in. All right, Byrne. Yeah, my good buddy, Pat Narduzzi, one of my favorite coaches ever. Uh, just not getting it done this year, and uh, I guess I got to go with Florida State. They've got a tremendous coach there as well. Adrian, I'm sorry, Bernie. Your uh, your boy is on the hot seat right now in Pitt, and uh, man, Florida State gets a big one, and I think they covered the spread too. All right, so we're four in. We've got six to go. We'll keep things moving, but before we go to Charlie one, and uh, only have two traffic updates today, Charlie, because we're off at five o'clock. Bernie, why don't you throw a little uh, sumbol trivia at us? You know, last week we had a tough one. Okay, probably the toughest we've ever ever given, and nobody wanted last year. So we're going to stay with the coaching category, but uh, it's going to be a lot easier this year. I mean, this week. So for two tickets to the Tony the Tiger Sumbol on December the 29th at noon. Of all the famous coaches who have coached here at the Tony Tiger Sun Bowl, one of these did not coach in the Sun Bowl football game. Name him. Bob Stoops, Nick Saban, Brian Kelly, Tom Osborne, or Bobby Bowden. Which of those did not coach in the Tony Tiger Sun Bowl football game? Repeat those five for us one more time, and then we'll uh, take the break. Bob Stoops, Nick Saban, Brian Kelly, Tom Osborne or Bobby Bowden. All right. 505-6009. First caller through with the correct answer wins the pair of tickets. Let's go to Charlie right now with a traffic update. Then we'll come back and we'll continue with more. Our Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl Watch featuring John Fulmer as we continue. Receiving the El Paso Metroplex, we have some tight spots here on the freeway. First of all, want to go to Central Congratulations to Jorge Garcia. Jorge knew the answer to uh, today's Sun Bowl trivia quiz. By the way, uh, just so you know, this was a very difficult question. When I first heard this last week, Bernie, you remember we did research. For a minute, we thought everybody coached in the Sun Bowl. I know we did. No, Bobby Bowden became who happens to be the correct answer yep. to the trivia question of which of these coaches did not coach in the, in the Tony Tiger Sun Bowl. And the, the names were Bob Stoops, 
Nick Saban, Brian Kelly, Tom Osborne, and Bobby Bowden. We looked, and Bobby Bowden became the coach the year after That's right. Florida State played here in the Sun Bowl. Like, he missed it by one yeah. year. Like, it was that close right. that he could have qualified. But Bob Stoops, obviously Oklahoma, Nick Saban brought Michigan State here and lost to Stanford 38 to nothing. Oh. Brian Kelly came, brought Notre Dame here in 2010. Tom Osborne brought Nebraska here back in the 80s. And, of course, Bobby Bowden, I wish we were here to coach you. But, you know, he was a great proponent of the Sun Bowl. He always had great things to say about Sun Bowl. Well, you got that. Yeah. Even though he you never played in here. Travel he, somewhere yeah. with, and run into him. Yeah. Oh, God, I've heard great stories about this. Yeah. He's quite a guy. So. I think, if I'm not mistaken, Coach Bowden was an assistant at Florida State in 65, and then they came here in 66. So I think it was like one year is how yeah, he missed it. It was one year. Like that, that was that, it was that close. Yes. So, yeah. but, you know, that's sometimes a good, good, good questions. But the point is, you threw up some names over there. That's a who's who of college football coaches. Who, who have been and here. everybody outside of Bobby Bowden has been in El Paso. Absolutely. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, I think we've had some tremendous coaches, tremendous players, tremendous schools. Yeah, you know, that list is great, but you're missing Daryl Royal and you're missing Barry Switzer and you're yeah. missing a lot of other people that were great coaches. You know what we should do? We should do part two next week and throw a little and throw like four or five other great names yeah, on there and see be who's been a part yeah, of it. That'd be know, good. Might do that. I'll talk to Eddie Morelos, our media relations director, comes up with these great trivia questions. I hope he's listening. That'll be uh, that'll be excellent. All right, uh, here we go, gentlemen. We're going to get right back to it. We have six games to go. Let's kick things off uh, once again in the ACC with our next matchup, and uh, that will be uh, Virginia Tech. Meeting number fifteen, Louisville. Louisville is seven and one on the season, four and one in the ACC. Virginia Tech is four and four overall, three and one in the ACC. It's going to be at Cardinal Stadium in Louisville. And uh, John, we'll resume with you. Louisville nine and a half point favorites at home. I got to go with Louisville. I mean, it's just playing home, playing good. They're a good team this year. Very, very good. All right, Bernie. I agree, you know, hundred percent. They are real for real this year. And I'm going with Louisville. I'm going with the Cardinal. Adrian. A lot of people have uh, denied this Louisville team this entire season. 7-1 on the year. I'm a believer. Uh, I like the Cardinals a lot, and I've got them in this game. Hey, I think there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, how about the fact that uh, Jake the Snake Plumber's son Jack is doing so well yeah. at Louisville? Yeah, how about that? Pretty uh, pretty wild when you start to see the kind of uh, you know performance uh, that he's had. So um, by the way, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Is I don't it, think they're related. No, it's. I think it's. I think he's actually um, his brother is Will Plummer, who is uh, at Arizona. I think that's how it works. Is that they grew up in Glendale? It's weird because he's from um, you know he's he went to um, Gilbert High School in Gilbert, Arizona, and you think, oh wow, okay, that makes a lot of sense with with Jake Plummer, but. No, I don't think there's uh, any relation to them, unfortunately. So even though one's Jack and one's Jake. And uh, Jake doing a lot of other things right now. Mushrooms. Correct. A lot of magic mushrooms for Jake. (laughs) Um, That's true. I will also say Louisville. I think we're all unanimous here, guys, and uh, going Louisville over Virginia Tech. So, Adrian, we're all uh, in agreement with game number five, which takes us now back to the – Pac-12, and uh, let's go to our next matchup, Bernie, which uh, you'll have a chance to talk about, and uh, that is Oregon hosting Cal. Cal is three and five, one and four in the Pac-12. Oregon is seven and one, four and one in the Pac-12. Uh, this game is in Eugene, and Oregon twenty-four point favorites. Cal's one of the two Pac-12 teams that has never played in the Sun Bowl, and it's going to stay that way this year. I'm going with the Ducks. All right. Adrian. I got number six, Oregon, in this one as well. Yeah, I'm in agreement. How about you, John? I'm on in Oregon. There you go. 
All unanimous, which takes us to uh, what could be one of the more interesting games of the week. It's number five, Washington visiting USC. If USC wants to make shockwaves, this would be the week to do it. They are 7-2, and 5-1 and one in the Pac-12. Washington is 8-0, 5-0 and in the Pac-12. This game is at uh, the uh, L.A. County Coliseum and Washington. Three and a half point favorites, Adrian, as we get to the uh, one of the biggest games of the week. Yeah, I think that line is too low. I, I watched USC this past week. I, they just don't look like uh, the elite teams in the country. I think Washington is elite. And even against Cal this weekend, USC had to squeeze past in that victory. Give me the Huskies on the road. All right. Um, I was back and forth on this one. At first, I was really wanting to pick uh, USC just because I thought that, you know, they've had a couple of big games. They've come up short, and eventually they got to get to a big one, and none bigger than beating Washington. But I'm with you. They just don't seem to have the same zip that we thought a few weeks ago. Washington is legit. Uh, I'll, I'll take the Huskies as well, John. I, I'm, I'm, I'll tell you, this is what I said a while ago. I'm doing it because I'm – Doing it for the bowl. I'm going with USC and right. give us better odds, better picking. All right, so John says USC for the bowl. How about you, Bernie? Washington is very, very good, uh, and they're fighting for a CFP spot. I think USC is better than they've been playing. Uh, I think they can pull this one out at home. I'm going, I'm going with the Trojans this week. All right, so Adrian, we're uh, in agreement with Washington. Bernie and John both going with USC. That will take us to our eighth game as we jump back to the ACC right now. And uh, we have Miami. Miami at 6-2, uh, and two, visiting North Carolina State, 5-3 and three on the season. This game is in Raleigh, North Carolina, Carter-Finley Stadium. Miami, four-and-a-half-point uh, road favorites. Guys, uh, I'm going to take NC State on this one. I-, I really am. And I don't feel really good about either team the way they've gone, and NC State's been very much up and down, but they're coming off that win over Clemson. I think they'll make it to two in a row, and they'll end up beating Miami, John. I, I, I don't think so. I, I think we got to go with Miami. I, I think the North Carolina State played awful good last week. I think they left a lot on the table there, and they won't be ready for them. Miami's got to win, and I, I'm taking Miami. All right. What about you, Bernie? I'm going to actually be at this game on Saturday night, and uh, – I just uh, Miami's good, but I am going to take I am going to take the Wolfpack on at home uh, this weekend. I'm going with North Carolina State. Adrian, I think the Wolfpack is playing their uh, best football right now. They've got a good quarterback. I'm going with them. Uh, Miami, they had a tight win against Virginia, which um, is still not a good program in this. I saw, I call them best two and six program. Uh, nonetheless, give me NC State. Two to go. We'll go back to the Pac-12 for these final two games. And uh, first one will be Oregon State and Colorado. Now, as far as the matchups go, Oregon State 16th in the country, 6-2 overall, 3-2 in the Pac-12. Colorado even at 4-4, 1-4 in the Pac-12. Oregon State 13.5-point favorites in Boulder. John, let's get it going. I'm going Colorado. I mean, they've got to come back now and win and get enough for their bowl eligible and we have a better shot for them then. I'm going Colorado. All right, Colorado for John. What about you, Bernie? You know, here's my theory. Colorado had a great win against TCU, even though TCU is not as good as they thought. Then they had a win they probably should have lost, but they won against Colorado State. You know, and everybody they played after that was very high for Colorado and just played really well. 
Well, now Colorado's falling off a little bit, and I think some of their opponents are starting not, not to take them as serious as they used to be. I'm picking Colorado to come back and win this game. Hmm. All right. So, so far, John and Bernie mm-hmm. both picking Colorado. We didn't share this information I, earlier. We're just doing it. I like just yeah. a gut feeling. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Adrian. So, Oregon State, I feel like I count them out every week. Colorado, I feel like I pick them every week. I've got to flip this around. I'm going Beavers. DJ Uya Ungalale, I like him as a quarterback for the Beavers. They still are a top 25 team in the country. Give me Oregon State. All right. I'm going to side with the Sun Bowl guys here. I'm going to take Colorado. I feel like they've just been waiting for a big win. I don't know if I can see Colorado falling to 1-5 in the Pac-12. That just doesn't seem right for a team that was so promising early on so i'll say the buffs get a big win uh, Dion's mad his players had all their jewelry stolen at the uh, rose bowl this That's weekend right. and he wants to get a little revenge and i think he's going to take it out on oregon state so we'll see how that goes that means we've got one game left to go and that's going to be number 20 ucla visiting arizona ucla is six and two three and two in the pac-12 arizona is five and three three and two in the pac-12 the game is going to be played at uh, tucson stadium and uh, actually in tucson at arizona stadium and ucla bernie two and a half point road favorites Arizona has come from the ashes and has been playing some very, very good football. Yep. And uh, I am at home. I am taking the Wildcats this weekend over UCLA, even though UCLA was one of our great Sunbold teams last year. Any particular reason why? I just think they're playing really good football Mm. right now. They are playing really good football. Okay. And they're at home. Those are two good reasons. Uh, What about you, Adrian? Yeah, I really like uh, their quarterback, Noah Fafita. Uh, Jacob Cowing still heavily involved in the passing game as well. Uh, give me the Wildcats here at home against UCLA. Look at the Arizona losses on the season against number 7 Washington, against USC, and against Mississippi State. All one-score losses. Give me Arizona. They play everybody tight. Uh, I feel like they could pull another upset here at home. All right. Uh, I'm with you. I'm taking Arizona. That was my pick all along. I like this team. I feel like they're one of the better unranked teams in the uh, in the Pac-12. So, uh, John, it's up to you. Are you going to well, stay uh, Arizona or are you going to go UCLA? Here, let's think about this. Now, I went to Arizona State. You know, how do I feel about Arizona? I'm taking Arizona because mm. my wife went to Arizona. That's a good so reason I can't why. Be, yeah, I can't, at this point, I can't say Arizona State should kill me. Yeah, you so I'm, I'm taking Arizona. Pick yeah. Arizona for your wife. Yeah, exactly. I like that. All right, guys. Uh, tiebreaker. Total number of points for the Washington-USC game. Uh, John, let's start again with you. What do you think? 52. Uh, the over-under is 76. You want to go 52? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to stay with 52. I think they're going to have bad weather. All right. Uh, what about you, Bern? I'm going 62. 62. So it's both going under. Adrian? 70. All right, then. I'm going, I'm going 77. I'm taking the over. Wow. So 77 on Washington and USC. Wow. It's a lot of points, I know, which uh, pretty much uh, gets us to the the end of our, our segment. But I want to ask you guys about the teams. We'll do that right after Sports Center. Adrian standing by, 33 past as we continue. All right, this came in on the app from Pinky. John Fulmer is right. Us Lower Valley, Mission Valley kids used to get fruit or vegetables for Halloween. Tomatoes, carrots, corn still on the cob, unpeeled. Thank you, Pinky, for uh, taking a trip down memory lane and bringing us back to your childhood when you would get corn on the cob unpeeled. But I believe it. I believe it after hearing John's story. Eddie Morelos, 
Yes, sir, Stephen Adrian, loyal listener to 600 ESPN El Paso. See what else we can come up with as far as the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl trivia. But here's a question to ask John. Who was coaching in the Sun Bowl during his first Sun Bowl game that he attended? Um, first Sun Bowl game that I attended, um, Newt Rockney. <laughs> I was going to come on, stop it. I can't remember. You're not, you're not that old. No, I, you know, the Sun Bowl, first Sun Bowl I, game I attended, I was probably, uh, I don't know, 15 or 16 years old. I can't remember back that far. So would you say it was probably somewhere? Did you, Okay, here's a question. Were you at the uh, Florida State game with Burt Reynolds? That was uh, 56. 55. 55, I'm sorry. 55. Yes. When they played UTEP and lost 47 to 20. Yes. You were at that game. Yes. All right, so that could have been your first game. It's very possible. It could have been. That was the uh, Lee Corso Burt Reynolds game. So wow. uh, that might have been it. Um, before that, Southern Miss and UTEP, Pacific Southern Miss, Texas Tech Pacific. Now, I've got a feeling you were 12 when UTEP played Florida State. That might have been about right. Yeah. Born in 40, or 11. I was born in 44. Yeah, so. no, actually, you would have been, if you were born in 44, you're not 80 yet. You're almost there. But not yeah. too, you're, you're close. Two. You're close. Three months. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a, okay. So we'll, we'll go with UTEP Florida State. That's a fun game to talk about. Oh, yeah. UTEP, I like Florida that. State, yeah. That's good. By the way, uh, how many teams do we think right now are in the running? Both of you, I'll ask you. I mean, when you really look at the ACC and the Pac 12 right now, what are we thinking about for this, uh, for this game? Right, I'm just, right I'm, now, from the Pac 12, from the Pac 12, we could probably eliminate Washington, Oregon. Okay. And maybe USC, but Utah, Oregon State, Arizona, UCLA are all possible I still agree, here. 100%. And on the ACC, Miami and Duke could be there. And we could probably, you know, we could probably eliminate Florida State, Louisville, Notre Dame, and maybe North Carolina. Everybody else still has yeah. an opportunity. Clemson, go back Clemson. to that. That's yeah. true, Boston too. College, North Carolina State, Virginia Tech, Georgia Tech, Wake Forest, they all still have well, chances to be here. So it has been a great year. We're going to have a great matchup. I'll say this. I mean, their records might both not be very good. We could be talking about two 6-6 six and six teams, but Clemson-Colorado Whoa, could be such a that? fascinating matchup. That could be, and that would actually turn a lot of TV sets on because CBS would be very interested in those two teams for a lot of reasons, from coach to personnel. That would be phenomenal if we could pull that off. Oh, yeah, you Absolutely. got that right. And we'll see how it works out. But like I said, there's still a lot of football to be played. But I think our chances this year are re- <laughs> what are those, you laughing? Are really, really good. Does it? Does headphones break too? <laughs> yes, they did. Oh my yeah. God! You're two for two in the I, last I, I three think weeks. Big, I think his biggest problem is Cap. His head's too big. I mean, Adrian, I gotta. We gotta buy like John. I'm gonna. I'm gonna bring Bernie special headphones. That'd yeah. be good. Like earbuds yeah, or that, something. So they could be special for Bernie when he comes in. Yeah, he, yeah. he needs them. He's trying to fix them. So yeah, he's good, trying good, to fix it and yeah, make good it luck, noise. Good luck yes, with that. Yeah. It's, it's not like a parade float. You can't just uh, put it together in five minutes. It takes a little time here. you got to get that done. Now you look, no, like, look, a fo- it now, now now look, you look like a football coach. You, yeah. got one, you have one thing dangling down your uh, down your cheek, and you got the that's, other one on the ear. That's oh, good. I like man. that. Yeah, that's how you treat your guests. Your no, guests, you need to be treated like that. Look what you've done. Are those the same ones? That we, that, uh, yes, they are, because they the fell same, apart the those, same way. Those are the same ones you broke the last time? <laughs> that I broke them <laughs> well, I'm glad they broke on you instead of me, because I would have not been able to handle it. 
Oh, my God. Too Jeff, good. thank you so much. You got it, guys. Enjoy. Happy Halloween. Enjoy yeah, the fun. You bet. Likewise. Right. You got it. He's Take Bernie care. Olivas and John Fulmer as we continue. Come back. John Teicher next. We'll wrap it up as we uh, roll along here on Sports Talk. All right, out at the Coliseum featuring Stephanie Hahn, undefeated prospect Jorge Tovar. Uh, Ring War 6, folks, professional boxing returning to the Coliseum. These are great seats, too. We're talking uh, pretty much ringside, right there on the floor. So you want to win, all you got to do is listen up tomorrow and when, and uh, Thursday, and we'll have those uh, tickets for you here on 600 ESPN El Paso. Excited about that. Dining deals will also be back this Friday at 10 a.m. $50 to Ripe Eatery, located right there on Red Road for just $25. Ripe, one of my favorite spots for a lot of reasons. It's by the house. I can walk there. I love their burgers. Love their calamari tacos. Uh, salads are great. Menu is just outstanding. Chef Leanne does such a great job, and, and, and the folks out there at Ripe Eatery. And they've got great beers. They have 7K IPA on tap. That's always a winner for me. So $50 to Ripe for 25 I know I'll be buying one. You should, too. Check it out at the Must Read Bar Dining Deals at 600ESPNElPaso.com. And while you're there, while they are available for a limited time, you can purchase uh, $50 to Ruli's International Kitchen for just $25. John Teicher is standing by right now, the uh, voice of uh, UTEP Sports. He is uh, hanging out. He is uh, hanging out with us and going to be spending a few minutes during our uh, final countdown out at uh, Rudy's uh, for UTEP football with Dana Dimmel. Rudy's Barbecue, I-10 and Artcraft, uh, getting set for what's going to be a busy hour of talking sports. Did you bring any uh, candy to give any trick-or-treaters that are coming by over the hour you're going to be there? No, maybe I got a couple of minutes to uh, to take care of that, but uh, no, I did not. It's uh, It kind of slipped my mind. I, I think I'm still, uh, Steve, uh, trying to regain my, uh, my mojo from the uh, – odd month of october we've had yeah. uh, you know the things have gotten kind of back to normal this week but uh, it has been a different uh, month for sure so uh, they tell me that today is tuesday i don't know is it tuesday or is it friday it's tuesday <laughs> uh, it is it is tuesday uh by the way the return of maction this week taish i mean you know, we just went from CUSA action to yep. Maction now, and I'm looking forward. The only difference is most of the games we're going to be watching over the next month will be full of snow. Yeah, it's uh, it's a little bit different, though, because now you got the World Series on. So I don't know how many people are going to be watching. Between Halloween and the World Series tonight, I don't know how many people are going to be watching the Mac tonight or uh, yeah. or tomorrow night even. Before I get to um, you know the World Series, uh, just out of curiosity, when you were a kid, favorite and least favorite candy to get on Halloween? Uh... I don't know the candy corns. I, I never was much of a candy corn fan, Steve. Believe yeah. it or not, I believe it. Uh, I do like you know Snickers and Three Musketeers. I always like those. Who, you know, and who can turn down a Reese's? I mean, I always like that. But uh, I guess that would be my answer. Were you like uh, Pinky growing up as a kid? Did they give you carrots and uh, fruit and vegetables when you were going out in the streets of uh, L.A. and Michigan trick or treating uh, back back as a kid? Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember any fruit. I don't know. Maybe my parents stole it. Maybe they took it away. Who Trust knows? me, if someone ever gave you a, a corn on the cob still wrapped up and not even, uh, you know, show, you you'd remember it. You wouldn't forget that one. That's for sure. Well, corn on the cob would be okay. That's for sure. Uh, yep. So candy corn, no. Corn on the cob, yes. 
All right. Yep. Thumbs up. Makes uh, makes a lot of sense to me. Hey, uh, meanwhile, World Series is uh, right now, uh, it's been a pretty fun one so far. It really has. I know the ratings haven't been great. In fact, uh, Monday Night Football doubled uh, game three of the Astros and the Rangers. I think it was like eight point something million watching and then about 17 million watching Monday Night Football. But you tell me, it, uh, this series has been a lot of fun so far, hasn't it? Yeah, I think it's been great. I, I think the lack of an Eastern team, we talked about this last week, uh, Steve, was going to hurt the uh, television ratings uh, for the World Series uh, this year. It would be interesting to look at the uh, Eastern ratings, the big Eastern uh, cities in, in particular. But uh, I think it's been a terrific uh, first three games, and who knows what we have in store for us uh, tonight. What a story the Arizona Diamondbacks are. Obviously, the Rangers have had uh, an incredible year, but uh, who expected the Diamondbacks to be in this uh, particular position but you're watching a team uh, grow up uh, right before uh, right before our eyes no we are that's uh it, that really has been the case and uh tonight will be one of those games where i'm interested to see without garcia how the rangers offense reacts yeah it's going to be an interesting game uh, overall because i think uh, both teams have had their pitching staffs uh, stretched a little bit so I think we're looking at, what, a bullpen game pretty much uh, yep. for both teams tonight. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, how that uh, how that plays out. All right, uh, Adrian, uh, I know you're chomping at the bit to throw something at Teich in our last segment. What do you have for him? Well, John, we're right around the corner from basketball practice. I saw you at UTEP men's basketball practice this past week. What are your early thoughts as UTEP gets to uh, embark on year three under head coach Joe Golding? Again, uh, Adrian, I'm, I'm really excited about UTEP's new guards. I think that the, the staff did a really good job recruiting more length, uh, more size, uh, more skill, uh, better shooters. I, I think that uh, the difference in the backcourt is going to be striking and, uh, and I would expect would lead to an improved uh, UTEP basketball team and an improved uh, UTEP uh, basketball season. I'm, I'm excited about the guards and the depth uh, in the backcourt and the flexibility it gives uh, Miners head coach Joe Golding. I saw you also Saturday at the women's uh, exhibition game, and you had a good seat right near Keitha watching that one and uh, saw uh, a whole new team with essentially outside of a handful of players an entirely new roster. Yeah, it's going to be a fun group too. They've got... Uh, a lot of kids who have never obviously played for, for Keitha before, so it's going to take a little time, but I think the ability is is there. It looks like they have some good guard play as well. So it's going to be a fun uh, group to watch. And how about Jaina Sinde? She mm-hmm. is uh, some kind of an athlete and obviously a proven performer from her time at uh, with Keitha at Wichita State. So I think it's going to be a very fun team to watch as the season goes along and one that should get better and better and better over time. I think a Cindy and Tack together in the low post yep. is going to be a terrific advantage for the Miners. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree, Steve. All right. Get ready, folks. Uh, John Teicher standing by, top of the hour. Halloween trick-or-treat edition of UTEP football with Dana Dimmel, live from Rudy's Barbecue, I-10 and Artcraft. Make your way on over. Following that, it will be World Series Game 4. ESPN Radio will have your coverage coming up in an hour from now, right here, 600 ESPN El Paso.